Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everybody, welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower, here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. How are you? Uh, going good too. We had a whirlwind weekend. <laughs> we did. Definitely one yeah. of those uh, Mondays that you have to recover from your weekend, but... uh Yes, it does kind of feel like that. And, and hopefully wedding season has finally abated for us. Yeah. My goodness. Between weddings and birthdays, the last, well, just the last month, my gosh, all we've yeah. done is celebrate, which I'm not complaining. <laughs> but... No, it's fun, but it's been a lot of partying. It has. I'm about done in. So yeah. But otherwise, well, we had such a rainy day yesterday and it's supposed to rain, oh, yeah. you know, for the next few days. And it's actually, uh, supposedly, Weather that's being pushed our way from the hurricane. So uh, that's pretty wild. But, I don't think we've uh, ever had yeah. a hurricane weather before. I don't think so. It hasn't been windy or anything like that, of course. But uh, we have had quite a lot of rain, which for August is weird. We've had a lot of rain this summer. It's very green around here. And a lot of mm -hmm. times by August, we're pretty burned up and a serious threat for fires. And we're not. So I'm not complaining. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yesterday it was like our lawns was are green and lovely. Yeah, it was fabulous. Lawns are green and lovely. Yesterday we were all in hoodies. Yeah, I know. I'm loving it. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ready. Absolutely. Ready, fall. I'm ready. And, and right, do I dare say I feel like fall is in the air? It is. God damn it. Yeah, it is. When you say it, it'll get to 100 <laughs> degrees again. Oh, probably true. Well, uh, yeah, you know, you but, listen to us a lot. We do a lot of bitching about the weather. That's just an Idaho pastime. Apparently, I'm sure it it's is, other yeah, places but it's too, beautiful but today. It yeah. is. It's we woke just, up cloudy and rainy. Yeah, the sun's shining now, but it's supposed to rain more later, and I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Me too. Well, we have all kinds of stuff to talk about today. So yeah. Katie is going to kick us off with a missing person spotlight. Mm -hmm. We've actually covered this case before. But it's been a hot minute, and this case has had absolutely no national press that I know of. It's been really, really quiet. And we're talking about a missing three-month-old baby. 
and uh, mm -hmm. Angel deserves justice. And so we're going to do it again. So I would like to introduce you to Angel Overstreet, this precious baby. And I'm going to take you through a timeline of Angel's very brief uh, existence as we know it. Mm -hmm. So Angel was born on February 11th, 2021 uh, at her grandma's house in Kentucky. Oh, wow. And then uh, was transported to the hospital where they stayed five days. On February 16th, this will all be 2021, so I'm not going to say that a thousand times. On February 16th, uh, mom gives the baby to dad. Dad's name is Shannon Overstreet, or at the time, who she thought was dad. So she gave the baby to Shannon, and he took her home on February 16th. So she, like, straight from the hospital. Uh, his name was on the birth certificate as the father. Uh, on May 11th, that was the last time uh, mom saw Angel, according to Facebook, March 11th. On March 12th, Shannon assaulted his mother, like nearly killed her. Mm -hmm. uh, all the while, he has physical custody of this brand new baby. Mm. At some point in March, Shannon is asked to take a paternity test, which he does. On March 19th, he posts on Facebook that he is not the biological father. But she stays in his custody. On March 23rd, and to be clear, he is a storied criminal with a rap sheet um, mile long and is not mm -hmm. the father of this baby but retains her uh on march 24th he posts on facebook that he received a message from angel's biological aunt uh apparently the state did know at that point who the father was and she wanted custody of angel on april 14th a paternity complaint was filed against shannon and the bio father and the bio mom because uh you know the bio family was really concerned about where this baby was and what was going on with her on april 23rd shannon posted that he on facebook that he received the paternity complaint in the mail and was very upset about it may 1st is the last time he posted a photo of angel on his facebook before that he was posting photos of her constantly mm -hmm. On May 6th, he posts that he got a new smart car. Just goes back to like his regular Facebook posting. Just nothing about the baby. Mm. On May 7th, there are some text messages that are public between the bio mom and Shannon that supposedly Shannon had left Angel with a friend to babysit for a couple of days. On May 11th, Shannon posted on Facebook that CPS took Angel from him on May 10th, 2021. Okay. On May 24th, Child Protective Services of West Virginia contacted the Huntington Police Department saying that they were following up on a custody issue stemming from the Kentucky Child Protective Services. Some of these Shannon had a farm and lived in Kentucky, but his mother actually lived in West Virginia and had purportedly moved there to for his mother to help him with the baby. 
you know, and then promptly put his mother in the hospital. But so we kind of have this weird crossover between West Virginia CPS and Kentucky CPS, which is a recipe mm-hmm. for disaster. We've seen this before. Yeah. So the police uh, interview Shannon. He tells them that he gave the baby up to CPS two weeks prior. Well, the West Virginia CPS, Kentucky CPS, and Ohio CPS, for good measure, and the HPD, the Huntington Police Department, cannot substantiate that with any of these departments. It doesn't appear that CPS came for the baby at all. On May 24th, Shannon Overstreet was taken into custody on charges surrounding the attack on his mother. This was the second time he's done this to his mom and the second time that he stood charges for it. So he was charged with battery, malicious wounding against his mother at that point. Uh, the residence was actually his mother's house, uh, was searched and various electronic devices and his vehicle were searched. HPD at that point said that he was last in custody of Shannon the angel was last in custody of Shannon on May 1st. So consistent with that last picture on May 1st, that that mm-hmm. was the last time uh, she was seen. And they say that he was the last person with her. So on May 25th, she is reported missing. On June 23rd. 25 days after she's been seen. Mm-hmm. She's three months old. Oh my God. Yeah. On June 23rd, the pond on his property in Kentucky was drained and searched. On June 26th, after the pond search was concluded, they reported that nothing was found. On December, in December 2021, the Huntington police released an update saying that the case was still active. In March of 2022, Shannon was indicted by a Cabell or Cabell or Cabell County Grand Jury for attempted murder against his mother. Mm-hmm. On January 12, 2023, so a full year after that, so it's now been two years since the baby was born, uh, he enters a Kennedy plea in Cabell Court to to the charge of malicious wounding, and the first degree murder was dropped as a part of the plea. He is in prison. He's been in prison that whole time. He's what still is in a prison. Kennedy plea. Is that like an Alfred plea? Uh, Maybe he also entered a Kennedy plea on a forgery charge. I'm not sure what a Kennedy plea is. Hmm. And that's pretty much where it's at. Angel would be two and a half now. And nobody knows where she is. There is a group of marvelous people on Facebook that have a Facebook group called Angel Nicole Overstreet Missing. Uh, Very worth following it or checking it out. They have a lot of good information there. Lots of pictures, Mm -hmm. Facebook posts. There's there's plenty of uh, interesting uh, digital proof here or digital uh, information here. Uh, They have been trying to get an age-progressed photo of Angel. Mm-hmm. What would she look like now if she exists out there somewhere, right? She's two mm-hmm. and a half. We should see that. They tried petitioning the uh, Center for Missing and Exploited Children to get them to do it. And they came back mm-hmm. to them and said that only PDs uh, or other, you know, 
police departments or sheriff departments can request that and that the Huntington Police Department has asked them to hold off on that at this time. What? They yeah. know something. They, they probably do. know something. But they aren't saying shit. They're still claiming it's a very active investigation. There was an, actually an article in May on uh, WCHSTVnews.com that said that uh, it's the, that they did they talked to the police and they said it is still an active investigation a very active investigation sorry if i don't really believe that because he has not been charged the baby has not been found what the hell is going on right what hell, i want to show you on? by the way a kennedy plea is a plea of no contest so it's the same as an alfred plea okay yeah, so here's Angel yet again. And this case has haunted me since we reported on it the first time because she was three months old. Right. Three months old. Being cared for by someone who is a violent criminal, who is not her blood, who in some of his Facebook posts really indicated that he had no intention of giving her up when the people, the you know, the actual family came calling for her. So he's publicly yeah. saying he's, he's not his child but he's not going to give her back pretty much Dude. yeah he, he said that he uh didn't know what to do with this because he really didn't want to let her go it's beyond wildly concerning i mean this is another oakley carlson case in a lot of ways but mm -hmm. uh so he's in prison it's not like he's going anywhere currently but where is that no. baby and where Which is, is probably why things are going slowly in her case is because they know that they've got him. But yeah, holy crap. Anywhere. Yeah. That's terrifying. It's just horrifying. It's really sad. So, uh, I, and I feel bad with this case because we did report on it and talk about it in the beginning and then it kind of fell off my radar. And I mean, we cover a lot of cases and sometimes that happens, but yeah. I'm going to try to say Angel's name a little more often. She deserves that. She, we need the public to remain aware of this case because I'm afraid otherwise, Me? if people don't keep asking questions, this is just going to go away. Yeah, it will. Afraid it might anyway. So it's very Justice possible that they Angel. know exactly what happened to her and that they cannot, they don't have enough evidence to charge him. I'm afraid that may be you true. Know? Yep. They had named him a person, person of interest initially. And then the last mm -hmm. interview they did, they didn't say that. I mean, he it's has to be to a person of interest. He was the last person seen with her. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So with that, I'm going to kick the mic over to you for our main case. Okay. Well, I guess we are kind of following a theme in that we are updating some old cases. We've had some questions regarding the uh, Piton County Massacre case, the uh, the murders committed by the Wagner family, because there's there are some updates and there is a trial pending beginning uh, early next year. So I thought it would give us a little update on what is going on. With that case, you probably know this case. Um, this is... What's what's happening right now is that Billy Wagner or George 
Wagner III, who is the dad in the family that committed these murders or is allegedly committed these murders, um, is headed to trial in early 2024. So this is um, a murder that happened in 2016 in Pike County, Ohio. Eight people were murdered um, and their bodies were found in four different uh, trailers. These were the the uh, members of the Roden and Gilly families. And this was apparently all about custody over child that Jake Wagner, the youngest Wagner, uh, had with a 16-year-old girl named Hannah. Mm-hmm. Hannah was uh, one of the victims, along with several members of her family. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So this has drug on for a long time. And this is a real sore spot for people in that area in Ohio because it was an absolutely horrific murder. A murder of eight people over the custody of a child. The mother of that child was 16 years old when she had the baby. And so what's happened is that Angela, who is the mother, and Jake, who is the younger son, the father of this baby, um, pled guilty to these murders in 2021. Uh-huh. Then last year in 2022, uh, George Wagner III, the older son, was tried and he was um, convicted of first degree murder in all eight counts, along with 121 years and other like weapons charges and things. Uh-huh. So what we have left now is the dad of this family of four Tremendously ghoulish people, obviously. Yeah. I'm going to show you a picture of them. These are the Wagners. And so it's George Billy Wagner III, who is yet to um, plead or go to trial. Now, when Angela and Jake pled, Jake uh, particularly, when he pled, the deal was that the death penalty was off the table for all four family members if he pled guilty. And then he and Angela agreed to testify against Billy and George, which they did testify against George in his trial last year and was part of why he was found guilty on all counts. So now and that trial was it incredibly was hard to hear. Yes, it was so traumatizing for the families of the victims and the community oh in God. general. So what yeah. does Billy Wagner do? Well, Billy Wagner is fighting tooth and nail. And I guess for him, he's fighting for his life at this point because the rest of them are in prison for life. Um, you know, it's likely he's going the same way. So he has fought long and hard uh, for several things coming up in his trial. You know, a lot of people have been like, why does he not just take a plea? My God, why is he going to put the community through this again? Well, I mean, these people are an organized crime family. I don't even know what else to call them. So he got a, he managed to get a new judge in March. So he has a new judge. Of course, he's pled not guilty. He has been in the Butler County Jail 
um, since he was arrested um, almost five years ago. Uh-huh. Um, so his new judge, um, Alan Corbett, Alan Corbitton, I mean, is now over, presiding over his case. Uh, they've got lots of motions happening right now. The big one is a change of venue. George does not, or Billy does not want to be charged in the same, or does not want to be tried in the same county where his son, George, was tried. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a Lori Vallow, Chad Daybell situation. Yeah. This is a small place. I'm sure that's it's true. Highly yeah. publicized murder. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of like with Chad Daybell. We know exactly what the evidence is going to be presented against him in his murder trial because we just saw it all in Lori's trial. Right. Same thing. So he's trying to get his trial moved to Columbus, Ohio. That has been presented to the judge. We're waiting now to hear what the judge says, says about that. But the judge has said that he thinks that Billy's trial will begin um, in early 2024. Now, why Billy thinks he should go to trial on this? I don't know, frankly. The evidence is pretty much the same against all of them. Yeah. And and Jake are required to testify against him as part of their plea deals. I think and it's just out of absolute meanness. Jake, you know, I think it is. Jake, Jake wanted to protect his family from the death penalty after all of this. Yeah. And so he, he made that deal. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where that's sitting. And there are just a lot of things pending right now with the judge about is the trial going to be moved and where and when it's going to be scheduled. So we're waiting on that. But the other probably bigger issue that's been going on right now is with Billy's mother, Frederica Wagner. This is Frederica. Frederica is now in her 80s. Frederica was originally charged with um, some like accessory after the fact type charges. She and Angela's mother were both charged with some things that they, you know, assisted after the fact and knew. Those charges earlier this year were dropped against Frederica. She adamantly states that she did not know anything about this and was absolutely stunned when her grandson pled guilty to this, mm-hmm. to these murders. Um, so what's going on right now is that there is a civil suit mm-hmm. against the Wagner family, a, a you know, a, a wrongful death lawsuit filed against the family. Well, this is a big problem for uh, Frederica because Frederica is the only person in this family with any money and not in prison. Mm -hmm. So she has a lot to lose. She owns Flying W Farms in Ohio where they breed uh, Frisian uh, Georgian Grande horses, Frisian sport horses and drum horses. Um, they've been known as a leading breeder in their area. Uh, they also have Kuna Kuna pigs. So this is a big farm. She's worth quite a bit of money. Mm-hmm. And she is really fighting this because she's the only one that they can get anything out of anyway. Right. If they so can. Her, yeah. If they can. If they can. So her attorney says, Frederico Wagner is a taxpaying, God-fearing land and business owner who has never gotten a speeding or parking ticket. This is what her lawyer told uh, a Pike County judge at her arraignment when she was charged 
um, for lying to the grand jury in 2016. Uh-huh. Um, she is adamant that she did not plot to cover up these deaths, that she had no idea what had happened. Here's um, what uh, her family uh, did to her, which is they dumped the guns that they used to kill the Roden and and Gilly family in her pond. So the guns were found on her property. She says that she absolutely did not know that happened. There's no evidence that she did. The only other thing that was found is there was a bulletproof vest found in her house. And initially the police thought that that bulletproof vest came from the original crime. It turns out it didn't. It was actually manufactured after the murders. So they didn't have any evidence to be able to hold anything over on her. I know that there are a lot of people in this area in Ohio that do not believe that she's innocent at all. But as far as the courts are concerned, her her charges have been dropped. So she's there's nothing criminally connecting her to this case. So now she is fighting to protect her assets and her farm because we're, they're going to get money out of Billy and George and Angela and Jake while they're in prison. I mean, there's just not really anything else to get. So she um, owns the Flying W Farm. She also owns a real estate company. She owns 1,767 acres in Pike County. Okay. And in 2018 was valued at $4 million in her property uh, in that area. Uh So she's got a lot to lose here. And um, so this all went to the judge on August 10th about whether or not to exclude her from this lawsuit. The judge has not ruled on it as of today. It's August 21st. Um, And as far as as of today, the judge has not ruled on that yet. But that's kind of what's going on. There have been a lot of questions. We've had a lot of questions about what's happening in these cases. So that's where Mm -hmm. we're at. Billy is awaiting trial and they're looking at moving his case possibly to Columbus or the judge could say, nope, you're staying right here. We don't know, but he's got a new judge. Yeah. And then we'll wait and see what they're going to do with Frederica. I mean, I don't know how they can include Frederica in that lawsuit when they have exonerated her of criminal charges. But a lot of people feel pretty gross about the whole situation and think somebody ought to get it. I get it. But if they can't connect her criminally to the case, I don't know how they can hold her financially responsible. I can't imagine. I suspect that ruling will come back in her favor, but I don't know. That's a hard one. You know, there are a yeah. lot of, obviously, the the um, Billy and Angela family, uh, Billy and Angela Wagner family, they were an organized crime family. I mean, they carried out eight right. murders. Yeah. Does that mean Frederica is also a part of that? We don't know. There's just no evidence of it. But she's got a lot right. to lose. She's in her 80s. Um, so we shall see. But we'll keep you updated as we see more things coming. Um, but at this point, no criminal charges for her. That was dropped. And yeah, we don't know. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't think that the Roden and Gilly family don't deserve some kind of compensation. They've been through hell and back. But where should absolutely. that come from? I don't know. Lots of questions. Well, absolutely. I. That's a hard one. I. I don't know. I suspect they won't be successful in that. But I'm afraid of that too. <sighs> yeah. So I mean, it's just that's this hard. is such a heartbreaking case, and it is. 
I mean, it's, it's, it, it is akin to Dave Alvalo for us. I think if you live in that area yeah. in Ohio, you feel the same way about it as we have felt about, about that case. You mm-hmm. want to see justice met out in every possible way. Everybody who was involved needs to have consequences. And, you know, as we're seeing in the Dave Alvalo case, yeah. there are lots of people who have some culpability that are not going to have any uh, consequences. Yep. Because they've got to go for the big guns, basically, and that's that was Billy, Angela, George, and Jake. So, yeah, we shall see what happens. But it is definitely still a real hotbed in that community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And with that, Katie, I'm going to kick this back to you for some WTF news. Yeah. I want to tell you about this lovely lady. Her name is Laurie Carlton, uh, or Laura Ann Carlton, depending on who you, what article you read, but apparently she preferred to be called Laurie. Mm-hmm. Laurie was murdered last week. Mm-hmm. She was murdered at her store in San Bernardino, California, or San Bernardino mm-hmm. County, California. Here's her mm-hmm. store. Beautiful place. Uh, She was well-beloved in her community, Uh, Mm -hmm. quite the humanitarian, just a wonderful human. This right here is why she died. Because of the pride flag? mm -hmm. She Mm -hmm. has kept a pride flag hanging out in front of her business for the last couple of years out of solidarity. Uh, She was uh, just, she was not in the LGBTQ community. She was an ally. She was 66. She's a mother of nine children uh, and probably countless grandkids I can only imagine and Mm -hmm. has owned her little shop for quite some time in Cedar Glen California and she started hanging this flag out and people kept taking her flag it's been stolen multiple Mm -hmm. times and every time Mm -hmm. she just replaces it and just keeps on keeping on well on Friday a man came by uh and they had some words about the flag, and he shot her and killed her right in front of her store. Oh, my God. And the police caught up with him uh, a short time later, and he engaged in a shootout with the police in which they killed him. So it all happened in a short period of time. Her family is just so shocked, and the whole community is so shocked and angry. And the police have not released the name of the shooter. Now, this happened on Friday, and so people are getting upset. Uh, They said pending investigation and identification. Uh, So people are mad, but you got to remember, this is San Bernardino County. They've been a little bit busy with Hurricane or Tropical Storm uh, Hillary. So right. I suspect that they just, uh, you know, all in good time. In the meantime, there's a rumor floating around on the internet that it was her brother. Uh, but that turned out to be an AI generated article. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So at this time, we don't know who the shooter was. Tried to, not to mm-hmm. perpetuate that rumor. It is nothing but a rumor. Uh, The police have not said yet. The family has not said. No one has said who the shooter is as of the time of us filming this. And I looked just now one more time on Twitter just to be sure. We don't know who the shooter was. We don't know exactly what his uh, motivation was. Uh, 
other than bigotry, apparently. And we don't know anything else. But I really wanted to close with this story because she deserves to be honored. She does. She was a wonderful, wonderful person. Last year, they had a very unprecedented blizzard that like trapped people in their homes, just snarled everything. And she and her oh, husband yes. worked with their local co-op and put together a free grocery store where people could just come and get whatever they needed to get by and take care of people. And apparently that's just exactly who she was. She just was wow. had a huge heart and was constantly taking care of other people. I also believe she was an artist. What I read about her store is that some of her designs were in her store, as well as a lot of other uh, hand curated items that she had chosen for her store. And mm. it's just so damn sad and scary that this is the point yeah. we're at in this country right now. Uh, the right. people are feeling disempowered to hate and commit crimes, uh, you know, due to their hate. And it feels like we're taking so many steps backwards. It's really concerning and scary. But uh, anyway, so rest in power, Lori. We are so sorry that, or Lori, we're so sorry that happened to you. Oh, well, she didn't deserve it in any way. Yep. Wow. Yep. So once we do know the name of the shooter, we'll definitely do a deep dive into whoever that person is and we'll post more. We also don't know. The police said there were words between them about the pride flag. We don't know if, uh, if there were witnesses or how they know that. Uh, yeah. There's a lot we don't know yet. They just have said so very little. So we'll update on Wednesday night case updates on this case when we know. Uh, yeah. The other thing that to the New York Times uh, when their their family returned home Friday night after this whole incident, uh, there was a shipment there on the steps waiting for her, and it was a, a new pride flag oh, because that one had been so she had a new one on the way to replace yeah. it with. Wow. Yeah, that's incredibly sad. Whew. Well, thank you for that. This has been a bit of a heavy episode, but definitely some things we need to know about, think about, um, be aware of, and certainly we need to be keeping Angel Overstreet's name on the front of everybody's mind. Mm -hmm, until sure. that case is solved, until we know what happened to that baby, people need to continue to talk about her. Mm -hmm. And if you live in Huntington, West Virginia, and have not heard about this case, you need to start asking why. And if you do, yeah. and you haven't heard about it in a while, you also need to start asking why. It will Most be public definitely. pressure that gets anything accomplished on this case. It always is. These missing child cases, the only thing that gets anything done is public pressure. For people to Absolutely. remember that there is a three-month-old baby missing from your community. Yep. Well, Angel's case needs public. It, it needs some major national press. If it could get that, it does. they'd probably get on it and at least get some charges filed or something. Right. That is Maybe. the reality of the world we're living in. Public pressure is what gets things done. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, keep that in mind. We'll continue to update the Wagner case and, of course, this Carlton case as well. All right. Well, this is Monday for us, so we'll be back Tuesday with another episode. Wednesday night with case updates where I we've got a lot to talk about in 
many cases, covert or particularly, we've got some things yeah. to talk about and more. Mm -hmm. So keep your eyes on us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment. If you listen to us somewhere where you can leave us a review, please do that. It helps us to grow. And if you want to tip us and help support what we do, you can do you can do that at truecrimesquad.com or you can join our uh, YouTube channel where we do a monthly uh, live stream watch party. Uh, you can join that or you can go over to Patreon where we do two extra episodes a month just for our patrons. Those are all ways that mm -hmm. help support us and keep us doing what we do because, you know, we're somewhere around upwards of 800 episodes on this podcast now, if you can imagine. This is our fourth season. We just don't shut up. <laughs> we don't shut up and we're not gonna, but your support is much appreciated as always. And you of know it. We are course. the True Crime Squad. Thanks for being here. Take care. <laughs>